Father God, help us to understand your word. Give us insight, Lord God, and help us when to be serious, when to be kind. Lord, help us in our walk today, Lord. We love you. We praise you. Thank you for the joy that's in your word, Lord God. Lord, we lift up your word like you lift up your word above your, your name, Lord. We thank you that you have glorified your word and your son through your son. Thank you for our salvations. <clears throat> Today is January the 31st, and Anna will start our reading. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father God, for this time. Okay, Exodus 12, 14 to 13, 16. This is a day to remember. Each year from generation to generation, you must celebrate it as a special festival to the Lord. This is the law for all time. For seven days, the bread you eat must be made without yeast. On the first day of the festival, remove every trace of yeast from your homes. Anyone who eats bread made with yeast during the seven days of the festival will be cut off from the community of Israel. On the first day of the festival and again on the seventh day, all the people must observe an official day for holy assembly. No work of any kind may be done. On these days except in the preparation of food. Okay, on these days, no work of any kind may be done on these days except in the preparation of food. Celebrate this festival of unleavened bread, for it will remind you that I brought your forces out of the land of Egypt on this very day. This festival will be a permanent law for for you. Celebrate this day from generation to generation. This bread you eat must be made without yeast from the evening of the 14th day of the first month until the evening of the 21st day of that month. During those seven days... There must be no trace of yeast in your homes. Anyone who eats anything made with yeast during this week will be cut off from the community of Israel. These regulations apply both to the foreigners living among you and to the native-born Israelites. During those days, you must not eat anything made with yeast. Wherever you live, eat only bread made without yeast. Then Moses called all the elders of Israel together and said to them, Go pick out a lamb or a young goat for each of your families and slaughter for the Passover animal. And slaughter the Passover animal. Drain the blood into a basin. Then take a bundle of hyssop branches. And dip it into the blood. Brush the hyssop across the top and sides of the door frames of your houses. And no one may go out through the door until morning. For the Lord will pass through the land to strike down the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood on the top and sides of the door frame, the Lord will pass over your home. Amen. He will not permit his death angel to enter your house and strike you down. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Remember, these instructions are a permanent law that you and your descendants must observe forever. When you enter the land the Lord has promised to give you, you will continue to observe this ceremony. Then your children will ask, what does this ceremony mean? And you will reply, it is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord. 
for he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and though he struck the Egyptians he spared our families when Moses had finished speaking all the people bowed down to the ground and worshiped so the people of Israel did just as the Lord had commanded through Moses and Aaron and that night at midnight the Lord struck down all the firstborn sons in the land of Egypt from the firstborn son of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn son of the prisoner in the dungeon even the firstborn of their livestock were killed Pharaoh and all of his officials and all of the people of Egypt woke up during the night and loud wailing was heard throughout the land of Egypt there was not a single house where someone had not died Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron during the night get out he ordered leave my people and take the rest of the Israelites with you go and worship the Lord as you have requested take your flocks and herds as you said and be gone go but bless me as you leave okay all the Egyptians urged the people of Israel to get out of the land as quickly as possible for they thought we will all die the Israelites took their bread dough before yeast was added they wrapped their kneading boards in their cloaks and carried them on their shoulders and the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed they asked the Egyptians for clothing and articles of silver and gold the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for so they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth Wow that night the people of Israel left Ramses and started for Sukkoth there were about 600,000 men plus all the women and children a rabble of non-israelites went with them along with great flocks and herds of livestock for bread okay for bread they baked flat cakes from the dough without yeast they had brought from Egypt it was made without yeast because the people were driven out of Egypt in such a hurry that they had no time to prepare the bread or other food the people of Israel had lived in Egypt for 430 years in fact it was on the last day of the 40th year that all the Lord's forces left the land what do you mean 40th year babe? 430th year yeah 430th <clears throat> that all the Lord's forces left the land Amen. on this night the Lord kept his promise to bring his people out of the land of Egypt so this night belongs to him and it must be commemorated every year by all the Israelites from generation to generation and then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron these are the instructions of the festival of the Passover no outsiders are allowed to eat the Passover meal but any slave who has been purchased may eat it if he has been circumcised temporary residence no outsiders are allowed to eat the Passover meal but any slave who has been purchased may eat it if he has been circumcised temporary residents and hired servants may not eat it 
Each Passover lamb must be eaten in one house. Do not carry any of its meat outside and do not break any of its bones. The whole community of Israel must celebrate this Passover festival. Uh, 48. 48, okay. Uh, if there are foreigners... If there are foreigners living among you who want to celebrate the Lord's Passover, let all their males be circumcised. Only then may they celebrate the Passover with you like any native-born Israelites. But no uncircumcised male may eat the Passover meal. This instruction applies to everyone, whether a native-born Israelite or a foreigner living among you. So all the people of Israel followed all the Lord's commands to Moses and Aaron. On that very day, the Lord brought the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt like an army. Then the Lord said to Moses, Dedicate to me every firstborn among the Israelites, the, the first offspring to be born of both humans and animals belongs to me. So Moses said to the people, This is a day to remember forever. Okay, forever. Lost my place. Hold on. The day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery, today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. Remember, eat no food containing yeast. Okay. On this day in early spring in the month of Abib, you have been set free. You must celebrate this event in this month each year after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites. Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites. He swore to your ancestors that he would give you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. For seven days the bread you eat must be made without yeast. Then on the seventh day, celebrate a feast to the Lord. Eat bread without yeast during those seven days. In fact, there must be no yeast bread or any yeast at all found within the borders of your land during this time. On the seventh day, you must explain to your children, I am celebrating what the Lord did for me when I left Egypt. This annual festival will be a visible sign to you like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. Let it remind you always to recite this teaching of the Lord with a strong hand. The Lord rescued you from Egypt. So observe the decree of the fest this festival at the appointed time each year. This is what you must do when the Lord fulfills the promise he swore to you and to your ancestors. When he gives you the land where the Canaanites now live, you must present all firstborn sons and firstborn male animals to the Lord, for they belong to him. A firstborn donkey may be bought back from the Lord by presenting a lamb or young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck. However, you must buy back every firstborn son. And in the future, your children will ask you, what does this all mean? Then you will tell them, with the power, with this power of the mighty hand of the Lord, brought us out of Egypt, the place of our slavery. Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, so the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both people and animals. That is why I now sacrifice all the firstborn males to the Lord. 
except that the firstborn sons are always brought back. Bought back. Bought back. This ceremony will be like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. It is a reminder that the power of the Lord's mighty hand brought us out of Egypt. Amen. Matthew chapter 20, verse 29 to 21, 22. As Jesus and the disciples left the town of Jericho, a large crowd followed behind. Two blind men were sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was coming that way, they began shouting, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Be quiet, the crowd yelled at them. But they only shouted louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. When Jesus heard them, he stopped and called, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, they said, we want to see. Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly, instantly, they could see. Then they followed him. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the town of Bethpage on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he said. As soon as you enter it, you will see a donkey tied there with his coat beside it. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone asks you what you are doing, just say, The Lord needs them, and he will immediately let you take them. This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, Tell the people of Jerusalem, Look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey. Riding on a donkey's coat. Coat. The two disciples did as Jesus commanded. They brought the donkey and, and the coat to him and threw their garments over the coat and he sat on it. Most of the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Jesus was in the center of the procession and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. The entire city of Jerusalem was in uproar as he entered. Who is that, they asked. And the crowds replied, It's Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out all the people buying and selling animals for sacrifice. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. He said to them, The scripture declares, My temple will be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. The leading priests and the teachers of religious law saw these wonderful miracles and heard even the children of the temple shouting, Praise God for the Son of David. But the leaders were indignant. They asked Jesus, Do you hear what these children are saying? Yes, Jesus replied. Haven't you ever heard? Haven't you ever read the scriptures? For they say you have taught children and infants to give you praise. 
Then he returned to Bethany where he stayed overnight. In the morning, as Jesus was returning to Jerusalem, he was hungry, and he noticed a fig tree beside the road. He went over to see if there was any figs, but there was only leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered up. The disciples were amazed when they saw this and asked, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Then Jesus told them, I tell you the truth, if you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. You can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. Amen. Amen. Pray in the Psalms. Pray to the God who knows our sorrows. Thank Him for forgiving your sins. Praise Him for rescuing all who put their hope in Him. Psalm 25, 16-22 Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from all them, from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Forgive all my sins. <clears throat> see how many enemies I have and how viciously they hated me. Protect me. Rescue my life from them. Do not let me be disgraced, for in you I take refuge. May integrity and honesty protect me, for I put my hope in you. O God, ransom Israel from all its troubles. Proverbs six twelve to 15 What are worthless and wicked people like? They are constant liars, signaling their deceit with a wink of the eye, a nudge of the foot, or the wiggle of fingers. Their perverted hearts plot evil, and they constantly stir up trouble. For they will be destroyed suddenly, broken in an instant, beyond all hope of healing. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for today's commentary. We ask the Holy Spirit to bring into our remembrance the truth that will bear on our carbon-based human bodies, Lord God, that we will remember, Lord. Impress us, Lord, with your word and what we are to learn with what we read today, Lord. We bless your word. We lift it up to you up into the heavens, Lord God, and give us understanding, Lord, and insight that we may run the race, Lord, confidently and securely. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, now, our commentary starts. We can go backwards and start with Proverbs. Uh, okay. You know, there's, there's, there's always hope because there's always the judgment. You know, you always kind of hope. God says, uh, what does he say? Vengeance is mine. And then we move up to praying the Psalms. May integrity and honesty protect me, for I put my hope in you. Okay, integrity and honesty. Rescue my life from people. Do not let me be disgraced, fall out of grace, for I take refuge in you. 
Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. Amen. That's beautiful cleansing power. Okay, the first one is, uh, I'm kind of a little surprised that uh, all of a sudden we ran into the the olive tree, or that he's, fig tree he spoke to, but it did give me insight in the area of uh, that in First John mm-hmm. 1, 5, it says, uh, no, 5, 5, 6, I think it says, uh, if you know that he hears you, mm, amen. You know, when Jesus said to Lazarus, Lazarus, come out, he, he goes, Father, I thank you that you hear me. Mm. You always hear me. Um, when we know that we he, he hears us, it's, it's for the moment uh, conception is done, faith is released. When faith is released, then you should be happy and rejoicing that you know he heard you. It's a done deal. It's not a repetitious all day long. Right. You know, it's just... Uh, that's hitting the mark, I believe. Yeah. You know, one of the things we pray for is for godly wisdom and how to how to be uh, successful in handling the word of faith, the word of God. Yeah. I tell you the truth: if you have faith and don't doubt, you can say to this thing like this, and much, much more. You know, like you heal heal a person. Cancer be gone in the name of Jesus Amen. Christ. Be plucked up from the root. I cast you out. Die, cancer, in Jesus' name. Amen. Or you can say poverty. I Amen. die. Move out of our Get out of here Jesus in the name Jesus. of uh, uh-huh. the Lord Jesus Christ has eliminated you. Cancer has eliminated you. Poverty. You're out of here in the name of Get out in Jesus' name. Sickness and disease, you have no right in this house. You've been defeated by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. In Jesus Christ, it's hallelujah. We declare the blood of Jesus Christ. We plead the blood and the power of Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. One thing there about the fig tree to remember is um, I thought that the fig represented self-righteousness because of the first mention with Adam and Eve. I don't know. So That's heavy. Yeah, so uh, they were trying to cover themselves on their own, but God but God came and said, Who told you you were naked? And God clothed them with the animal. So um, it says, May you never bear fruit again. Mm, I just want to get my bills paid. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah, clothes, I mean, fully clothed in my yeah. right mind. <clears throat> Amen. I understand that. That, that has a, a lot of symbolism. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Symbolism. But that's beautiful. Yeah, but when we talk about it, um, it's it's you know just a demonstration of of Jesus saying that you we speak, you know, um, we speak to that problem. We speak to that mountain. We speak to um, we. If you have just a small it's, little it's, thing of mustard seed, you speak to that mountain. It shall be plucked up and moved out of your but, way. But, hey, man! But it's it's not our. It's it's his. It's his. Is um, the voice of faith speaks to yes. it. The mm-hmm. voice of faith, and it is God power, and mm-hmm. His yes. doing it. Right. We're just we're just being good stewards of His. Um, of his word, we apply his right, words apply his word. to the problem that's already been written against it. It's already been written against you, Satan. 
you cast out of here. Get out in the name of Jesus Christ and that is written against you. So, you know, we're good journalists. We're good appliers of the, we're good attorneys, good lawyers for the Word of God. Using the Word of God. And we apply. It's not nothing um, that we have done. He has done everything for us, Mm -hmm. you know. We're just, just freely we have been given, freely we, we give out. Um, you know, I really just like it. It just says, you know, if you have faith and don't doubt, you can do this and much more. And you know what? Uh, you just reminded me that uh-huh. uh, that really a lot of us don't have Romans chapter what was it chapter five, five. in our as as our, our basis, right? Mm-hmm. As our foundation mm-hmm. that we know that. Thoroughly understand the process of salvation and the confidence of thanking Him for uh, and the security that you have. Because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, He fasted for forty days. He was He knew the Scriptures were indebted into His soul. Even though He was fully God, He was fully man too. And you know He, so that's why He said, "You can do the same things like I can." Yeah, but it says, "And much more." Mm-hmm. And it says, you can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. It says, and it will happen. Um, you can pray for anything, and if you have faith, you will receive it. Um, you know, it, the words, you know, all authority was given to Jesus. All power and authority on this earth was given to Jesus. And Jesus has transferred that power into us. He's inside of us. Greater works will we do because he went to the Father. But your words, it has to obey. We have to remember, you know, when we, you know, we have to believe we receive when we pray. We Um, believe that he hears us when we pray. That too. Mm -hmm. And then believe we receive. Yeah. But, um, you know, believe it's going to happen. I think that's just really important, you know. Well, I believe, you know, I'm starting to get figure out if he can hear me, I don't have to, I can just pray in five minutes. And I have faith that he heard me. That's a joy to my heart all day long that the Father has heard me. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of my other, is, is self-efforts and I'm, I'm hitting my wall, my head up against the wall because I'm, can't even, you know, doing, trying to do it. But if I learn to do do it properly, ask him, and I know he heard me. I remember that's how you prayed when you, with the cable box. I always bring the cable box up because you're praying, oh, Father, you know, if you want us to, your there will you go. for us he to heard work, me. Yeah, he heard you that morning because he answered very quickly. Yeah, I mean, true. he didn't have a week to answer. We needed it then, right? Because the game was on that afternoon. That more, yeah. So, you know, he wants to give us the desires of our heart. He was all, like a daddy, you know, like a good daddy. And usually I've, I've seen that the prayers he answered is when um, he said, I can't, you know, that scripture that said, I can't do it myself. This right. is beyond me. Right, now. Yes. Like one time I asked, I said, Father, I, I forgot my lunch money and I'm hungry. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what to do, you know, and I thank you for the situation. I don't know what the prayer, I was in the truck, 
and then uh, then I had I had a couple of more deliveries, and I had to call in to to the office to get pickups. And I saw this 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 phone sign. At that time, they had phones inside uh, restaurants, and I saw this phone, and I went ran in there, like I told you before. And I go, where's your phone, your pay phone? And the lady says, over there by the door of the kitchen. So I went over there to the back, and I put the, I called the 800 number, and I'm taking these numbers, and and I'm seeing this lady that looked kind of like Christine, Chinese lady, taking out a bunch of plates. And you know how Chinese are if you try to tell them to give you. And then I said, and I seen her, and as, as I was on the phone, I said, hey, I have faith. Can I get you something in... I, can I get something and pay you later? And she never looked at me from her back. She raised her hand. She goes, you can get anything you want. <laughs> That's amazing. I sat down there and with joy, I ate a patty sandwich, you know, with wow. cheese and uh, yeah. sourdough, whatever. Yeah. I was so thankful. Patty melts. Yeah. I was so thankful to God that he answered my prayer. You know, since I did not have anything to eat, I you know forgot my money. You know, and and so and then the other thing, your prayer too says, Father, I have made a mess of my life, Lord. Mm-hmm. I have missed it in so many areas, mm-hmm. Lord. Lord, help me to glorify you. Help me to to, to get those benefits I would have mm-hmm. had to make life easy. You know, the constructive resources, Lord, that. That bring joy to us, Lord. That make life easier, like wisdom and love brings life. Brings understanding, brings life easier. Mm-hmm. You say wisdom. You know, once you have godly wisdom, then you have. You're able to help people easily, and they think it's a miracle, but really, it's just the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, you know, we went out there, we mm-hmm. took care of a problem. And we went out and had fun. And building a more dream, we got the problem taken care of very easily. Very easily. It was, there was no... I'm, I kind of looked at you like, you're going to just send him on his way? What if he can't find... I mean, my thoughts are like, they entrusted us to do this thing, right? You're like, oh, he's just going to go drop it. And I'm, I'm just glad I double-checked double the address, you know, the F versus the D or whatever. But, um, you know, I just... At yeah, first, we, we, we like, took all precautions very diligently. Yeah, yeah. I just, just like, no, we must follow him and make sure we told them. We, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, we told them we would go and do this. And, and success is success. But it was easy. The guy showed up exactly at the time before we got there, like a, a couple of minutes, two After or three minutes. It wasn't very long that we waited there. I mean, as soon as we got there, it was like, yeah, as, it was like it two was, minutes. It was as soon as we got As soon as yeah. we got there, uh-huh. we called them ahead of time, and we were in traffic, and we didn't we know didn't how know far where it go. was. We didn't know where, we're, where we were going. We didn't know where the car was. <laughs> we started panicking a little bit. I said, and as soon as we got there... We had called them just in time. There was no waiting time for right. us. It was perfect. And the guy goes, I've got it, just like God. And he didn't say much. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay. I go, here it is. Put it in there. Then the same thing when I called the mechanic. He said yeah. the same thing. He acted like the guy. He goes, oh, we're, good. we're taking care of it. And I called them both angels. He was a really nice mechanic. Yeah. He was concerned, you know. So, yeah, that was a good... A good uh, type of call to help somebody all right let's go ahead and move on i like it when we have a lot of time to talk we're not pressed right 
You have three hours, baby. Okay. Okay, let's move up. Uh, I like the place right here where it says, um, Have you not heard that it's written in the scriptures mm -hmm. that the children will be taught of the Lord? Uh, you have taught children and infants to give you praise. You know, you always have to keep your ears open because God will speak to you when in directions. Today, He's still speaking. Children can pick up um, yeah. something that God will want to tell you. I've been told by children, mm -hmm. you know, in areas when it's time to go, when I'm in a sticky situation and I'm nervous, and the kid will come up and say something, you know. It happened lots of times, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm competing with somebody, trying to do something, and a child will come back, and he sees, and the child through his spirit, a little three, four-year-old will say, you know, rest or peace, mm -hmm. you know, give me a yeah. word from the Lord. That's beautiful how it said that, uh, it says there in the scripture, but the leaders were indignant. They asked Jesus, do you hear what these children are saying? It's like such a surprise to them. And yes, Jesus replied, haven't you ever read the scriptures for? They say you have taught children and infants to give you praise. Amen. And here's these, these religious leaders who think they know the Bible backward and forward and they haven't understood them. What, what were the kids saying? They were saying... Um, praise God for the son of David. Yeah. Praise God for the son of David. Yeah, you see, they didn't they didn't understand his lineage, and they said, mm -hmm. you know, he's they're putting you yeah. in, in the category of a yeah, you know, a deity. Yeah. You know, so they, they didn't want that. Yeah, so they knew these children knew who he was. It's beautiful. I like the word indignant because it uh, it shows that um, we can be indignant. Our our flesh would be indignant of somebody that's more spiritual, more prosperous. More good look, you know, we have to keep an eye on ourselves. I know when I set, you know, when I set up AA and so and someone comes in and, and they don't bring anything to the table or, or something, you know, I have to watch myself not to be indignant that we, we're, we're here for sinners. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so I have to watch myself. I wanted to do a little word study on that word, indignant, but uh, not today. Um indignified right yeah. what is that word indignant i have to look it up you're, like, you're, almost you're like dignified can you hear these you know the, the their tone or like they're they're beyond themselves because they see these children praising the lord and it's like can you believe these children are doing this it's a really, it's a really bad well it's part of indignation mm -hmm. i believe righteous dignity angry maybe Anger. Anger or raw. Mm -hmm. Intense emotional response. Yeah. Uh, that's what Wikipedia says. Oh, no, it went to anger. Alright. Let's move on. Um, then... Uh, Praise God for the Son of David. Blessings are the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the highest heaven. Now, that was written way long ago. That was a prophecy, right? Um, they were shouting. I think it was in Isaiah. Uh, praise God. Okay, um, 
You know, it's interesting that he walked to Bethany for the night to sleep, and then he came back in the morning. It must have been really early in the morning because they didn't have time for breakfast. They, they were on a mission. They went back to sleep, and they came back, and they, were, you know, they didn't have like, their coffee and their little bread and so forth. Too. He was hungry. Yeah. I mean, to be hungry, probably the sun was coming up, and that's when he saw the tree. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's, it is important. You know, I mean, they got money. They got people that are waiting on them. And it's funny that they didn't get, um, they get their simple needs met. Mm-hmm. Well, they went right back to the temple. Uh, and then they took <laughs> Matthew 20, or 21, 4, says, This took place to fulfill the prophecy that said, Tell the people of Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's coat. Now it says he is humble right here. He is uh-huh. humble, uh-huh. and they wanted a military king that will fight against mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. people. Right? They weren't looking for humbleness because <laughs> they were not humble themselves. They didn't even read that. They went right yeah. over that. He uh-huh. is humble, riding on donkey. The amazing thing about the donkey is says the donkey has hasn't been written on. See, that yeah. was a miracle in itself too. They, oh, donkey's he, coat. He riding on a donkey's coat. Yeah. They had the mother and the and yeah, the, uh-huh. the the coat. Okay. Um, he sat on the coat. Is what he sat on. And now let's move up to the blind man. Uh, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Now these guys, they knew the scriptures, they knew the stories from, and they knew the promises of God. You know, so all their lives they were trying to get a payload. You know, for their. Uh, and they and they they heard that there was the son of David was out healing mm. people, and they went right to it. Lord, <laughs> Creator of the earth, Son of David, have mercy on us. And then the Lord said, "What do you want me to do for you?" So when we have dialogue with God, you know we have to uh, tell Him, you know. Yeah, you know, but I I like that they didn't they didn't relent. They shouted even louder when they were told to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, be quiet, son of David. They just shouted out. They weren't gonna go without getting a miracle that day. Yeah, and, and it was. They knew the anointing was in. In, in the, the, right the here, crowd. it wasn't the disciples. Would you please read the, today's study? See what that says. Okay, it says the blind man called Jesus son of David because the Jewish people knew that the Messiah would be a descendant of David. See Isaiah nine six to seven eleven one. Jeremiah 23, 5. These blind beggars could see that Jesus was the long-awaited Messiah. Meanwhile, the religious leaders who witnessed Jesus' miracles every were were blind to his identity. They refused to open their eyes to the truth. Not everyone welcomes the good news, Paul wrote. Faith comes from hearing, and that is hearing the good news about Christ in Romans 10, 16-17. Open eyes do not always indicate receptive hearts. The religious leaders had seen much, but they had closed off their hearts. The blind men had seen nothing, but they had open hearts, unwilling to receive the Lord. Willing Lord's, to receive. Uh, willing. Um, willing to. Willing receive. to receive the Lord's provision. Seeing with your eyes doesn't guarantee seeing with your heart. Each of us, as believers, we can close our hearts to God's reach. 
When we do, we close ourselves off to his healing. If your heart feels like a clenched fist, close your eyes, find a moment of silence for prayer, ask God to speak, then listen. That's such a good point. You know, someone who could see, couldn't see, but the blind could see. I love it. (laughs) That's good right there. Uh, They knew the Messiah was in the air. He just could could see anointing. All right. Now we're going to move over to the Old Testament and... uh, and we're going to talk about a little bit about Passover. Let's concentrate on, on the uh, Passover. It says the major festival. This is the most asked question. What is Passover? Mm-hmm. The ma- major festival associated with the Exodus does not celebrate political independence. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But deliverance from death. Mm, really? Yes. Uh-huh. Israel's main enemy was not bondage to Egypt, but bondage to death. As it is, it is for all people. The most fundamental problem facing humans is not political, but spiritual. Of course, only the death of the firstborn was prevented in Egypt. So so was death really conquered? Furthermore, why did the Passover require that the Israelites apply blood to their doorposts? They were not required to perform such a ritual to escape harm in any of the other plagues. Okay, yeah, just on that one plague, interesting. Just on that one plague, they had to protect themselves from the, the angel of death. On that one plague. Yes. The, uh-huh. la, the, the tenth plague, the last plague. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These, no. qu- these, yes. yeah, these questions highlight the significance of Jesus' death and resurrection as associated with the Passover season. Death is the effect of sin, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty six. Passover shows that we can be delivered from death only by means of a sacrifice that takes our place. Passover shows that we can be delivered from death only by the means of a sacrifice that takes our place. So when we do the the bread, the meal, the Passover, uh, we're celebrating that Jesus took our place. The Passover lamb took the place of the firstborn son Mm. of every family of Israel. The Passover lamb that was slain, and they put the blood around the post. Okay, so it was significant that it it took the place of the firstborn son of every family of Israel. Exodus 12, 13. The Passover symbolizes the reality that would come later in Jesus Christ. Who gave his life as a ransom for many, Matthew twenty twenty, and became the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So that's why when we apply the blood of Jesus on us, death cannot, sickness cannot, poverty cannot, you know, come upon us. Jesus says to his disciples, "This is my blood, which confirms the covenant. Confirms the covenant. Amen." That. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Amen. As a, it's poured out as a sacrifice to forgive. Wow. Matthew twenty six twenty eight. He brings to reality the truth that were first symbolized in the Passover celebration through the sacrifice. Sin and death were fully and finally defeated. Hallelujah. Sin and death were fully and finally defeated. I love it. This is my blood which confirms the covenant. It is poured out 
as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Matthew 26, 28. I like like specifically the scripture that said that they, um, in 36, um, of the, see, so it must be 21 to 22, what's this here, 30, 35, it says, and the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed. They asked the Egyptians for clothing and articles of silver and gold. And it says here, it's the second time it men- it's mentioned, the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites, and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. Wow. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. I mean, imagine this us doing this. Mm-hmm. Going to somebody who is not a believer... And saying, hey, I'd like to ask you for that 25 tons of gold or the, the brand new Lexus 570. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites. Amen. I just really like that scripture. Amen. Amen. But you know... Um well, you know, they were terrified. All the all yeah, the firstborns uh-huh. were, were were died, yes, and they yes. saw that theirs didn't. And they come to the wall. And they say, hey, you can have anything you, you want. want. Yeah, you know? go ahead, get out of here. And yeah. the guy, and even They're God, probably that same he, mentality. Get out. <laughs> even God, you know. Yeah, not knowing that says, something else might happen, right? Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Says, get you know, out. This, this, the, all, all these, uh, and, you know, as long as we have our life, we'll be good. Just take all the gold, all the silver, yeah, yeah. and all the fine clothing. Point. Yeah. You know, and it was probably all their payback anyway. How yeah. they 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 have and they stripped them of their wealth. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. they stripped a whole mm-hmm. nation of, of their, their wealth. wealth. That's Ooh, a lot. Beautiful, babe. huh? Yeah, a lot of gold. The other thing I observed is that at least three times in the scripture it says, um, you know, as they're celebrating this Passover. Uh, you know, you hear Moses saying, This is a day to remember forever. The day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery. It says, Today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. And remember earlier we read that, that that's why Pharaoh's heart was hard, right? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. It says, um, But then he says it there, and that was in number, I think, 12. That's where it is. Let me see. Where am I? Yeah, 21, 21 through. Wait. Okay, 12, 17. I don't know what. Oh, I'm reading the study. That's why the numbers aren't matching up for me. Hold on. The study that gives you the numbers. Let me see. It's going to be in. Uh, 13, okay, 13, 16. Okay. Um, but it says over here in 13. Uh, again, it says, on the seventh day, and number number eight, um, on the seventh day you must explain to your children, I'm celebrating what the Lord did for me when I left Egypt. This annual festival will be a visible sign to you like a mark branded on your head, on your forehead. Let it remind you always to recite this teaching of the Lord. 
With a strong hand, the Lord rescued you from Egypt. That's the second time. And it's symbolizing for us is the yeah. taking, taking of the communion right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remembrance yeah. of Wherever. your perpetual. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, it's like not just when you need uh, help or just to be on a constant flow from heaven on for divine help to flow through your body, but even in a, in a tough circumstance like Jessica's going through today, you know, mm-hmm. for Jesse, you know, to do it, that what we're expecting, you know, with a strong hand, the Lord will rescue Jessica. That's a, one of the things came in my mind when I read this. With a strong hand, the Lord will rescue Jessica. Or, you know, with a strong, mighty hand, the Lord delivered us from debt. You know, we that we can take for today. And then on the last part, it, it closes with... Um, Here it is. Uh, And in the future, your children will ask you, what does this all mean? Then you will tell them, with the power of his mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, the place of our slavery. Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, so the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both people and animals. That is why I now sacrifice all firstborn males to the Lord, except the firstborn sons are always bought back. You know what? It just reminded me that there was this vengeance is mine, payback is mine. Mm-hmm. Remember when Pharaoh had ordered all the firstborn to be mm-hmm. 80 years ago? Mm. He, he, how many firstborn did he kill of the Israelites? Mm. Remember? When Moses was born. Oh, yeah. And Moses oh, was born. Oh, my goodness. And Moses was it closes born. that way. When it Moses opens was that born, way. All, all the, his First siblings born, that they would have right. born at that time would, would have been killed. So there's, you know, so this, this is this payback time. They did it. They, they wow, cost they, them. What they sowed, they're receiving back. You see that, huh? Wow, amazing. That's how it opened, but with the babies being killed, and now it closes with that. High five on that one, Nando. <laughs> uh, Holy Spirit, just yeah, as you Spirit. were talking, you're blah, 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 you're going away. That the Holy Spirit said, "Wow." Yeah. I uh, see it. I, I haven't heard anybody's ever mention that to this day. Any pastor talk about put those two together? Yeah. Hey, way to go, Pastor Fernando. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Sorry. Actually, it's four times because it, it. I read it here. It says, "With the power of His mighty hand," in number nine, fourteen. But as it finishes, this is, this sermon will be like a mark branded on your head or forehead. It is a reminder that the power of the Lord's mighty hand brought us out of you. So it's a very important point the Lord is making here. His power, His mighty right hand, whatever you're going through, He's got a mighty, powerful hand to rescue you out of the destruction of path, the path of destruction. You know the path of poverty, the path and, of and, and it is through the resurrection of addiction. Jesus Christ that he was an innocent person and he went to heaven. He's there in heaven. That's the significant thing, is that he uh, everything is culminated in him. Yeah. You wow. know, and you know he did everything all over again. His mighty hand raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Amen. His yeah. mighty yeah. hand uh, brought, poured out the the blood yeah. as a you know. You know, and gave us that. His mighty hand gave a loan modification for over $200,000. <laughs> His mighty hand, right? Amen. His says. mighty hand gave us a home when we didn't have a lot of income on the books. You right? Amen. It's His mighty hand that brought us together. Amen, Lord. That's and a became good the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This Passover symbolized the reality that 
would come later in Jesus Christ who gave his life as a ransom for many. Amen. You know, deity gave his life for us and became the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. John one twenty nine. Jesus says to his disciples, This is my blood which confirms the covenant. Confirms. Confirms. Amen. Confirms. Sets it up. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Amen. He brings us to reality, the truth. You know, it's interesting. I went to Matthew twenty six twenty eight, and it says it says that in the tabernacle there was the post. That was that was set across of the tabernacle over like the cross, mm -hmm. symbolizing the cross. It was interesting. Yeah. He brings to reality the truth that was first symbolized in the Passover celebration through the sacrifice. Sin and death were fully and fully defeated. I'm going to read the uh, today's study Passover. Did you read that? Uh, and the unleavened yeah. bread became the most important today's no, study. I, I don't think so. Passover and the festival of unleavened bread became the most important celebration of the year for the Israelites. Passover coincides with what we now celebrate in Easter. Jesus took the food of the Passover meal and gave them new meaning, what we call the Lord's Supper. Okay. Passover was a yearly reminder of the Israelites that God had delivered them from Egypt. They thanked God for saving them from slavery and death. In the same way, the Lord's Supper, in particular Easter, is the most important celebration for believers each year. It reminds us that God has delivered us from slavery and death. Jesus said, Do this in remembrance of me. Luke 22:19. Celebrating Easter and the Lord's Supper helps us remember. The Lord's Supper is our Passover reminder that God has freed us from the sin and brought us into new life. The next time you partake and celebrate, remember now how God has delivered you the same way He delivered Israel. And focus on His promise of new life with Him, that you're covered with the blood. Amen. And we eat it without sin hallelujah without yeast thank you heavenly father god for the reading of your word lord god demonstrates that we are your people lord thank you for promise bringing it home promising us lord eternal life amen